At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Conversations. Not Your Average Perspectives. Not Your Average Black Girls. Okay. All right. We <laughs> in business over here. <laughs> okay, Still y'all. nice and soft for you. Oh, not our <laughs> usual song that we get, you guys. I don't know if that's setting the tone or not. But anywho... Y'all, you have your three favorite people in the world today. It is me, Megan, joined by Dice and Jordan. We are Not Your Average Black Girls. And we are going to jump right into a topic that has been, spoiler alert, very passionate um, for me personally over the past couple of, I don't know, months, weeks, however long. The days run together at this point. But um, we're going to talk about kind of this whole like, body positivity slash mid-size positivity movement um, that's been going on right now in the world, um, especially on social media. Specifically, I would say Instagram and TikTok, because I don't know about y'all, but I feel like those are kind of like the top two platforms. Like, I feel like that's where everybody's at right now. Um, And TikTok is just growing more and more by the day. Um, So essentially what kind of sparked this conversation is there have been a lot of different women on TikTok trying to bring more awareness to the fact that slowly but surely we are seeing a category of women um, who refer to themselves as being mid-size. So we all have heard plus size, obviously, but now there is kind of this new category where people are saying, oh, we know I'm plus size, you know, hashtag mid-size community, whatever. Um, and I've noticed over time that we are getting to a place to where it seems as if, if we're going to have a TikTok video, or we're going to have an Instagram post about a fashion brand being more inclusive, right? The person who is at the forefront of that conversation or of that post or whatever is someone who is considered to be, you know, quote unquote, mid-size. Now I did a little bit, was a tad bit of research, 
Um, and it seems like the consensus about what midsize is, is kind of, you know, those girls between, according to Google, they're saying those girls between the eight and 18 range. I'm going to narrow it a little bit and say maybe like 10 to 18 or 12 to 18. Like I'm not about to sit up here and call an eight a plus size girl. I'm just not going to do it. Um, and what's happening is you're seeing women who are in that range, they are kind of being put, being pushed to the forefront of the movement of, Hey, you know, fashion companies need to be more inclusive. Hey, like TV shows need to be more inclusive. And they're giving you pictures of women who look like that. Um, and I'm going to like, obviously open this up to you guys, but the issue with that is like, to some extent, well, we've already been working on putting women who look like that like to in in, in inter, inter, entertainment and fashion like expanding clothing sizes we've already been doing that um it's beyond those sizes that are like having a really hard time with feeling included um just in everything and so i just kind of wanted to talk about it and like see what y'all's opinions were see like if you have ever heard of mid-size like am i alone with what i've kind of been catching what do y'all think um, I definitely heard of it. Um, I heard of it, I don't know, I would say at least three or four months ago was the first time I heard about it. And of course it was on TikTok and the video I was watching, the girl was saying how, you know, it's becoming very problematic because her understanding was midsize was women like 12 to 14 or something like that. Um, and then there are TikTokers who are clearly like a size six or a size eight calling themselves midsize. And she said, the problem with that is if we're setting that bar for being midsize, then what does that mean for everybody else? Right? So I think even when you said earlier, you went to Google, I mean, that range that Google gave was just insane. I mean, that, I mean, that just doesn't even make sense to me um, to have such a wide range, like eight to 18 is a huge range of sizes. Um, so that just, that just sounds off, but nevertheless, I think what it does show is that everybody is going to interpret these things differently. And so when one person hears midsize, they may very well think eight, right? Another person hears midsize, they may think 12, you know, another person thinks 14. You just don't know. And, um, when we talked about this offline before I was telling Jordan and Megan that in the fashion industry, I was shocked when I heard the term midsize because I have a fashion degree. I never heard that term in college, um, nor did I ever hear, hear that term in any of the fashion companies I had worked for. I had always just heard, you know, petite, <laughs> regular, and plus, right? Um, and then you always have your juniors for the tweens and stuff like that. But other than that, yeah, I had never heard midsize. I was like, so yeah, this is something new that y'all are y'all are trying to introduce. But I feel like the intentions were probably good, but because there is no standard sizing in the industry itself, that's where the problem really lies. So that, and then also I think we have to look at cultural influences where typically in our culture as black people, what we consider big is not what a white person consider big or skinny or whatever, right? Typically. So like, I know somebody like me, I would consider myself to be like in the thick category, right? Or some might argue midsize, but I know as a white person sees me, they gonna think I'm fat, <laughs> right? Like I feel like the average white person is gonna say, oh, she's fat right? But the black person is not likely to think that way. So I think that's also what comes into play. So there's a lot of layers here. And I don't know if we'll, we'll ever be able to unpack it all. But I do agree that it's concerning because when you start introducing what 
I would consider a, a standard body type or a body type that is more desirable, which tends to be a smaller body type. When you start throwing that into the category of midsize, I agree that you are taking away the shine from people who never get that kind of attention, right? So I do think we have to be careful when we introduce these new terms because there's always going to be somebody who really ain't got no business in it, but takes it and runs with it. Um, I agree, Dice. I agree with what you've said too so far, Megan. So for me, I had a lot of thoughts, right? And I still have a lot of thoughts. So Lord, please give me the words to string this out coherently. Um, I do think that part of the problem is the fact that America doesn't have a standard standardized sizing um, chart. And so with that being the case, a four or an eight can look like so many different people, right? Depending on which brand you're purchasing from and the store or something like that, that you get that item from. I also think that America is in this newfound um, world of inclusivity, right? And so body image has long been a problem in America. And I do think that the term midsize and the wide range that you see to cover plus size, for example, was to be as inclusive as possible so that no one can feel like um, there's no name or no label for their body type, right? Um, However, one of the major parts of that is wiping out a group of people in which the term most accurately reflects and needs the most representation, right? Who needs the most intention. So I do think that's one of the problems with inclusivity. It's just basically like, um, it's like, it's like you, you open the floodgates and then you then drown out the people in which truly need, need that representation the most, or really could have benefited from having the label and having a real uh, attention and focus placed on them. Um, but one more thing that I, I did kind of want to add, and now I've like low-key forgotten it, was that, oh crap, y'all, why did I forget? I had three points and I said, Lord, please be with me so that I can get these out. Nah, Jesus, it wasn't you, it wasn't you, Jesus, but <laughs> Jesus. Um, but nonetheless, I, I just think that body image is just such a, a, a tricky subject here. Oh, sorry. I think midsize, me personally, I think midsize came as a form to describe these BBL bodies. I said that to you all when I was in, um, you know, in, in, in the chat message or in the group chat when this first came up. But you now have a newfound army of ant bodies out here and they hopping and squeezing into these extra smalls, right? Because they want that that cinch on the waist. And a lot of companies are building um, building items to suit that body size. And you really are forgetting about everybody out here with normal bodies, honestly. Like if y'all look at the way like skims, for example, are cut, they have like wider hips, right? And like a smaller waist area. And that's for people with body shapes like Kim, like Kim, that ant body, right? Um, and a little part of me feels like this midsize situation came because yes, in America right now, we want to be, I think it's America. We want to be thick. Uh, yes, it's black culture, but black culture is pop, well, like hip hop, right? And hip hop is the only culture that people seem to know right now. So um, I, I think everybody is chasing, it's like you want to be thick, but within your standards, right? You want to be bigger. You want to have a yeah. little a little meat, but within your parameters. So as mm-hmm. not to cross into another another label. So right. what label can we come up with between plus size and small, right? To make these people feel like they're doing it right or that they're on brand with the body style that's most fantasized and most... Um, I'll say preferred right now. So I think that's where that's where this midsize and this eight and 10 inclusion came from. Because y'all, I have seen people 
who are on their second round, second and third round of uh, sculpture shots, right? Booty shots, talking about, oh, yeah, I picked up a size four pair of pants the other day. Ma'am, how? I wear a size four. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have half of that wagon you got in the background. And and, and <laughs> I, I'm using every bit of space in my size four. So how are you in the size four? And so, yeah, I, I think that midsize came for for that group of people and now what we're seeing is just like a lack of awareness as to what normal bodies really look like in the people who honestly fit into these categories and we're in these categories at the outset of this bbl boom what i find really interesting too is when you think about you know sizing and numbers right so people will go out and get these bbls or, or even if they're naturally that size, but for the sake of this conversation, let's just talk about BBLs. So if we, we got women going out here and running and getting these BBLs, but then they don't want to be in the appropriate size, <laughs> you know? So it's like, well, you, you, it should be common sense that if you add to your ass, your ass is going to be bigger and you're going to need a larger pair of pants, right? I, I don't feel like we should have to break it down, but apparently we do. So now you have in this internal conflict of, well, I used to be a size two in pants. Well, now I'm a size six. I don't want to be a size six. So y'all need to fix it. What? You know? So it's like, it just doesn't make sense. I think, you know, as a bigger person, I had to learn to be okay with the size that I am. I had to learn that, girl, you ain't going to be that size eight and that's fine. It is what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, but it took years of accepting my body for what it was and knowing that I'm never going to be a small girl and that's okay. Versus, you know, a lot of these other people want to jump in here and, and change the game and stir the pot because they don't want to deal with the mental and internal crisis that can occur when you realize you're no longer, you know, that's that small quote unquote size that you once were because you wanted to get your body done. There's tons of examples right now of people who have gotten these BBLs kind of like in these brash decisions or after being so heavily influenced and you don't really think it through. Um, there's so many examples of that happening right now because I remember um, one of these Instagram artists, her name is Sukiana or Suki the Goat on Instagram. I don't know if y'all know who she is um, out of Miami. I think she was on Love and Hip Hop Miami. But she recently went on like Twitter, I think, and posted like a whole thread of um, opinions about how being heavier is tough and how she didn't account for having to go to the gym and having to work out to maintain the size, right, that she wanted. Because one of the things about getting a BBL is that you still have to work out. You now have people who probably have never worked out or don't really make working out a priority, hence why they get the surgery, right? To just go ahead and add the curves in the places that they want them to be versus going to the gym and working out to build them. But the doctors tell you, no, you still have to work out because your body's still going to produce fat, but now you've added more fat to or you've added the look of fat right to yourself in those certain places so if you don't work out even more to keep the shape that you've now built out for yourself the fat is going to go other places and give you a shape that you don't want but the thing is you were never i guess um you weren't in the in the um i don't want to say danger but you weren't you didn't have the prediction of getting that shape before you added to yourself with the bbl and so now people don't know how to how to cope how to manage because now you need to go in the gym and work out in ways that you have never worked out before and a lot of people don't take that into consideration at the time that they get the bbl so it's just really interesting how messing with your body to 
I don't know, to alleviate one problem therein really brings about that same problem, if not in much more of a severe scale. And um, now people want to come out and say they didn't realize that. I think because like thick is in for the moment and has been in for, I say, probably the last five years. And so I think people have to also remember that everything kind of has its time. So for the last five or so years, it's been about the thick girl, the thick girl, the thick girl, right? But for those of us like myself, who always been the thick girl, I'm like, y'all don't want these problems. You know, y'all think y'all want it because y'all see it. But if you were to actually get it, like Jordan said, do you really know what you're signing up for? Because as someone like me, I've always been a bustier woman, okay? Um, and so I would hear women all the time talking about, oh, I want bigger boobs. I want to get breast implants, blah, blah, blah. By all means, do you. That's not my place to tell you what to do with your body. But don't be surprised when you no longer wear that extra small shirt. <laughs> you know, like know what's coming with that when you start adding things to your body. And then also, like Jordan said, and this is another part that people overlook with surgeries. If you or if you were to gain weight, number one, there's no guarantee that weight going to go where you want it to go because fat, that's just how fat goes. OK, it, it chews the worst places, in my opinion, nine times out of 10. But ain't no guarantees going to go where you want it to go. And then number two, even if it does go there now, you got more than you bargained for. So it's like you initially just wanted a little bit more ass. Now you got a lot more ass and you don't know what to do with it. Right. So I just think (laughs) a lot more ass. (laughs) I'm just saying people got to be realistic, you know, people, but I think it also goes back to just plain old, plain old fashioned acceptance. I'm not going to sit up here on a high horse and act like, you know, I've just always had the best self-esteem. I've always been happy with who I am because I know that would be a flat out lie. Um, Jordan and Megan know me. If you follow me on YouTube, you know me. I've had liposuction. I don't have no shame in saying that. That's the reality. I chose to get liposuction. Now, I have told J- Megan and Jordan this offline, but if I, I think that if I had had a proper upbringing and proper guidance on self-esteem in that regard with my upbringing, if I had been taught to love myself from an early age, I probably never would have done it. Right. But because for the way I grew up, I grew up in a very negative, very critical environment, especially when it came to body. So I grew up for the longest thinking something was wrong with me. I was fat. I had a problem. I needed to lose weight. Diet, 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 diet. That's how I was brought up, because in my family, I was never good enough. I was always fat. So it led me down this path to end up getting liposuction. I don't regret getting it, but I do. I don't think I would have gotten it had the foundation been laid for me properly. But I started doing a lot of that self-image work later in life as a grown woman, you know? So now I'm at a point in life where I'm like, fuck it, it is what it is. Y'all don't like it, y'all, that's y'all problem, you know? But I think not enough people are even aware that they don't love themselves or even know how to begin to start loving themselves. And so that's how we end up in these crises that we're talking about. Yeah. And I think that you saying something about internal work is actually like a really good point because I feel, um, and I've come across a few other, like just women on social media who have expressed the same opinions, but I feel that the conversation that a lot of women, since it's women that we see doing it, aren't really ready for is the fact that this entire situation of what we're talking about essentially, I just like to call it what it is. A lot of it is really just internalized, you know, 
fat phobia. It's people looking to distance themselves from what being plus size truly is. You know, like like y'all been saying, they want that thick body, so they don't want to be called skinny, but they don't want to be called fat either. So what other word can we come up with that will distinguish us from those people, but at the same time, allow us to ride the coattails of what has become over the past couple of years, the body positivity movement. And so we not only are succeeding in our mission of separating ourselves, like I said, from not being called skinny, but not being called fat, but now we also have stepped up the game in pushing entertainment and fashion into being more inclusive of clothes that will fit our body types while they continue to ignore the fact that they are not inclusive of people who are naturally um, that size or or bigger. You know what I mean? Um and I do think that it's something that a lot of people need to, you know, sit back and kind of take the time to realize, like, you know, I, it, I, just, I guess I just feel like if you are trying that hard to like figure out how to separate yourself from a movement, but yet at the same time benefit from a movement, then that's a problem. Honestly, it reminds me a lot of like the conversations we have about people um, and cultural appropriation with, with blackness. Honestly, it reminds me exactly like that. You know, you want to associate with that 10% of African-American in your bloodline because you want to say nigga when you hear the rap song, but you don't want nobody to call you a nigga. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, it's, you want to be in it, but you don't. And that's kind of how I've been feeling about this whole mid-size, mid-size thing. It's like, okay, you're trying to advocate for the jeans to fit a certain way, like Jordan said on her theory with the BBLs, um, because you want it to fit your body. But when's the last time you like called a company out for having their measurements really be equivalent to, I don't know, a size 10 skirt, but they claim it's a 3X. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when's the last time you've done something that was going to actually benefit what is supposed to be a body positivity movement, but really um, it is not. So that's just kind of like where I am with it. And it's very interesting because like if you Google this whole like mid-size, like if you just get on Google and type in like mid-size body positivity, you'll see so many different articles from so many different angles. Um, At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Of people like who are for it <laughs> and people who are against it. And it's like when I'm looking at the pictures of the women who are writing the different articles in the blogs, like I feel like it's no coincidence that the people who can kind of like see through it for why it's not exactly the best thing right now are the women who are bigger. Um, and I just feel like that's, you know, food for thought. But I did want to share something with y'all that I came across like a week ago. And tell me if you've ever heard this, okay? So Apparently, there's something called the fatness spectrum. Have y'all ever heard of this? I haven't. 
I have never heard of it. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to you because apparently, like, this is supposed to put things like into perspective as far as like how people see sizing and how um, excluded, you know, certain spectrums are. Okay, so apparently the first tier is something called small fat. So that's like one x to two x size 18 and lower then there's mid fat that's supposed to be 2x to 3x 20 to 24 then there's super fat 4x to 5x that's a size 26 to 32 and then six and then what is it okay hold on in infinite fat infinity fat i don't know y'all okay. come from Meg, i've heard be, enough i might be saying it wrong <laughs> but that's enough. 6x and higher and 34 and higher so but I had never heard of these terms before, right? I had never heard these before. But this girl, I came across this girl's article and she was saying like that, you know, she's so sad to see. And she says she herself is only like a size 18. But she was just saying that she is so sad to see like this whole mid-size body movement thing take over because she was saying that like these girls that fit into these mid-size range don't even touch the other ends of the spectrum of who really needs um the world to be more you know inclusive of them um and i was like wow i've never heard these things before but apparently this is like this is a thing i googled it and like people use these terms and i just didn't know yeah, if i was I, alone no. <laughs> I, you taught me something because i never heard of it but the whole time when you were talking um one person that came to my mind was lizzo and I don't know if y'all follow Lizzo on TikTok, but she's very like open on TikTok. She posts a lot on there. And that's clearly her preferred platform. But um, reason why I bring her up is because obviously Lizzo is all about, you know, Lizzo. And she's going to show you all the rolls, all the dimples, everything. She don't care. She's going to put it out there. And I mean, I commend her for her bravery because I know that the world is not a nice place. And people say all kinds of mean and nasty things to her. Um, and you know, I had had a conversation with someone recently and I don't, I'm gonna say this, I don't keep up with Lizzo like that. I just happen to see her sometimes on my TikTok, but the person I was talking to apparently keeps up with her more than I do. And they were saying that, you know, they like how Lizzo is so out there with her body, but they want her to not be as sensitive about it. Um, whenever there's like backlash. So I can't speak to what she did or didn't say or how she reacted to some of the things that people have said. But I do want to say that, you know, even with that, even with Lizzo putting herself out there like that, Lizzo is still a person. And at the end of the day, she still has feelings. And so it's easy for us regular folk to sit back and be like, oh, well, you know, you a celebrity that comes with it, just take it and move on. But she still is going to have feelings invested it ain't but so much of that negative talk that you can tolerate before you get pissed off or you start talking back to people right um and so i think we as a society we really have gotten a little too comfortable online with coming at people and talking to people crazy people that we don't know um we have gotten very comfortable with dehumanizing people because of how they look or how they act or whatever they're talking about and I think we need to learn to be a little bit more sensitive to that um, because we all know that if you meet this person in person, you would never say it to their face ever. People hide behind these screens all day long saying all kind of reckless stuff to people that they would never say. And regardless of whether you got a problem with a person being fat or not, it's not always for you to say, oh, you need to lose weight. 
you know what I'm saying? Or you too skinny or, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's not for you to say to somebody. And I think we just have gotten too comfortable with that, too comfortable with making these, these comments and these statements that don't need to be made. Um, in terms of mid-size, I just feel like we probably never going to get on one accord. Like I said earlier, (laughs) um, we're probably not because we're not on one accord with anything. So we're probably never going to get on one accord. I mean, Megan just introduced a whole nother realm. I'm like, what the hell is small fat? I never heard of this shit. Girl, you know, that was like we just, new for me too. <laughs> we just adding, you know what I'm saying? We just keep adding these things. And I, I think it's it's almost it's just getting to the point where ain't nobody gonna know what to say to anybody after a while because it's it's becoming way too granular now. And I just think it all goes back to what I said earlier when I was talking about myself. You have to practice self-love. Okay, regardless of your skinny, your fat, your mid-size, your plus size, your small fat, whatever, you have to practice self-love. And you have to start tuning out some of these other messages that come across. And if you want to sign up for a BBL, because right now there's a thing now, it's called the skinny BBL. Don't know if y'all heard about that. Uh, But there's the skinny BBL and there are certain celebs that are rumored to have it. Um, One is Tiana Taylor. That's the most recent rumor is that she has had a skinny BBL. I'm just I'm just telling y'all what I heard. I'm just telling y'all what I heard. I can't, I don't have no facts now, hmm. but that's, that's the rumor that she's had a skinny BBL. Like her abs and stuff are, are natural and those are hers, but that the, the rumor is that her, her ass is not real. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, the skinny BBL is just for women who are, you know, generally smaller frame and they're just trying to have a slight curve. You know what I'm saying? Like a, it's a very slight enhancement to the point where then to the naked eye, you wouldn't think that they had any work done. Right. So that's a, that's a new thing now is a skinny BBL. But with that being said, I feel like you're going to start to see in the next five years, the gears switch. And now within the next five years, I would not be shocked if skinny came back as the trend. It would not shock me. You're already low key seeing it. They got low rise jeans coming back. Mm -hmm. You just, I'm just saying it's coming back. And also too, I've started to notice more like men, right, in hip hop praise natural bodies. So I wouldn't, and and honestly, Dice may be speaking to like the the ultimate endpoint of this whole like natural body rhetoric that I've been hearing, like where it, you know it may get back to where it's size restrictive, not just natural versus plastic. But I will say, as someone who is smaller, who is skinnier or skinny, I would be considered that, as I was once told by a person on this on this show today that would be dice um <laughs> i do think there was that... a little bass in your voice with that i don't i don't know <laughs> and i will say y'all body image it, it it runs the gambit it runs the entire scale right of of, of the body size it, it it definitely strikes a chord with everyone because i as i shared um when we originally brought this topic up or had this discussion I, for a long time, did not realize how somebody else could perceive me as being so skinny to my eye and also to just knowing the things that I've done in the past. I am typically an athlete. And so I was used to having like a bit more of an athletic build. The only curvatures I normally saw on my body were in in relation to a muscle. Right. So I still thought that counted for something. And now it was kind of like I look and I'm like, wow, like I do kind of see how people could look at me now and see me as being a bit more narrow and stick like or skinny like. Right. And that was a new revelation for me. But that was a shocking revelation to a few other people. Once I disclosed <laughs> this is, that. This is dramatic. Yes. Well, that's how I felt. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I'm going 
to leave this conversation. But no, it's serious. Shocking. No, and it is serious. And honestly, I had a situation, well, not a situation, but I had a discussion about it um, the day before we recorded this, where, you know, I was talking to somebody and the scale of uh, like a a, a body, body scale that the person gave was small, fine, 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 and thick, fine. I said, well, you're going to have to make that make sense to me, right? And honestly, the person said small, fine, and then thick, fine. And I was like, well, how come small don't get no fine to it, right? How come? And so th- there was kind of like this um, this notion, I felt, not to say that that's what this person was insinuating because they listened to our podcast, so much love. But um, I, I do think that for most people, you know, right now, small, natural bodies had not been seen as desirable for such a long time. And almost it got to the point where people did not prefer that. Right. So if you were on this thicker, midsize, thick, fine, 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 whatever you want to call it side, then you were seen as more desirable and all that good stuff. So I personally saying all this to say I am excited to see people start to come back to just embrace natural bodies. Now, I don't want the the. Um, you know, misconception to be that you have to be small in order to be considered natural, but all natural bodies, right? Like, and I love what Lizzo is doing, you know, and she is still a natural body, but I do like the emphasis that we are now starting to place um, off of having a butt is really what it is. You know, your butt don't have to be the hugest thing um, in order for you to still be considered an attractive person physically. And you know what the problem is? It all combating them damn Kardashians. I mean, I hate to put it on. <laughs> no, it really does. It comes back to them damn Kardashians because they started this wanting to look like black women, you know, tanning all damn day and night, trying to get to, you know, not too brown, but just a little brown. You know, I mean, the surgeries out the ass, like, like I said earlier. That, that desirability of wanting to benefit from black culture, wanting to benefit from, you know, thick women or, or big women problems, but not actually wanted to, wanting to be associated with the community in itself. That is a problem. And I mean, not everybody just own it, but um, did on what y'all said about Lizzo. I love her. She does get to your friend's point, Dice. She does get pretty sensitive. But like you said, I mean, I think one can only take so much sometimes of like just and I kind of like to look at it like this, like because people always because I don't know, I'm just working on certain things. I'm trying to like watch myself with things that I say, like, like because I probably just as recently as a few weeks ago, like Lizzo posted something and I was like, oh, I commend her for posting that. Right. But then I had to check myself and I was like. Well, what is the difference between her and any other woman posting that outfit? Like, why am I saying I commend her? I never say that I commend, like, other women who are smaller than her. Like, you know, why? Why? Because she has more weight on her body, should she be commended? Like, what makes her any less deserving to be as comfortable as those women who post, you know, ass shots every other day? Like, you know, it's not, she is just living in the same freedom that they're living in. Um, but I think I, it think takes I little... say commend only because of the backlash. So I just yeah. wanted to clarify that. No, I'm not you're saying, not wrong. Uh, but I, say, I agree with you. I'm just saying, you know, I commend her because I know was coming behind. Yeah, you know, you know people are going to be mean about it. Yeah, no, they're exactly. going to be nasty. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, she's brave because you have to be pretty brave to take on all the foolishness that you right. know is going to come. Because about a bunch of people are about to tell you how you shouldn't have put up what you just put up. No, yeah, we're 100% on the same page about that. I'm more so talking about like 
I think me, I can't remember what she put up. It was a while ago, but when I had said it, like I was just speaking from a perspective of like allowing the world to see her, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I, it, it was in that, that I had to realize to where it's like, well, what makes her any less like deserving to allow people to see her than a woman who is a lot slimmer than her or who has had surgery or is seen as desirable. Um, well, so. and I and I just want to say for the Lizzo record, um, well, for the record of Lizzo, right? Lizzo is gorgeous, y'all. I just think Lizzo, like her face, her skin, I just think Lizzo is a very gorgeous human being. When she posted a photo of her mother for her mother's birthday, I was like, a duh, look at where she comes from. Her yeah. mother is gorgeous. Um, and so, I mean, girl, show us, show us you, because I really do think like Lizzo just glows the same way like we brought up Tiana Taylor and people love looking at photos of Tiana Taylor. I naturally just appreciate Tiana's beauty the same same way I appreciate Lizzo's beauty I really do think Lizzo is just a gorgeous person um and so it's, I just find it very weird that you wouldn't want to look at somebody like that like they she she's just as beautiful literally like Lizzo's face and skin and gorgeous like she's she's just very uh, I think a really um beautiful person and nice person to look at and you know take that however you want to so I, I don't know I just find it a little weird that people complain that she's showing her body the same way um you know somebody else would show their body on the yeah. ground too it's just a lot of conditioning and I think it just takes like each individual taking the time to take themselves out of what they've allowed kind of American culture to influence them on what they think is beautiful. I mean, we as a society have been trained to view slimmer as beautiful, as Which more is desirable funny and lighter America's skin. America's like the fattest nation. So I'm like, it's Girl, really I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we have this obsession with it. I'm like, but we over here with all these restaurants and all this fast food and all these GMOs mm-hmm. and whatever else, but we won't talk about somebody being fat, but okay. Yeah, America has a lot of audacity. That's mm-hmm. what... <laughs> they well, I real, mean, though. look at who built it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, look at who stole it. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So look, at, look at who stole it. But that's been like my word for the past two months. Like I've been saying like at least for at least for 60 days the audacity has to like be on clearance because oh y'all have well, a lot of it and everyone's got it like i mean we could talk about you know call cassidy being one thing because boy but boy we could talk about the call cast i mean the call cassidy the audacity of these men too like that's a whole different scenario like you're right Megan, everybody has got the audacity it's on it's on sale i it's know that crazy much, let me know what store y'all buying it from because lord i need to get some for it sell out for sure oh my yeah. goodness i just i just wanted to say um <laughs> i just wanted to say that um in regards to the whole like America and fat phobia and all that stuff, um, I did see uh, someone recently say, I think it was on TikTok because I mean, that's where we're getting everything these days. But um, it was a woman and she was a heavier girl. And, and she said something like, you know, it's all it's like it's in our society so much to where even as a bigger person, you may not notice it. So she was like growing up, we would watch movies like um, what she called The Nutty Professor and the clumps and all that. And she was like, all of these images of fat people were so bad, you know, but we were sitting there laughing right along with it, not thinking anything of it and not realizing that that, like Megan said earlier, it was conditioning us to associate fat people with certain things and, and to be cert- a certain way. So we kind of have to check ourselves too, where it's like, you know, 
really, I can't talk about nobody being big because I know I, I could I could stand to lose some weight, push away from the plate myself. You know what I'm saying? But we have to kind of check ourselves sometimes and, and think about. I'm sorry, where... she said push push away from the plate. I'm just keeping it real, guys. You know? I can't stand you. I'm just keeping it real. Sometimes you got to push away from the plate, you know. But at the end of the day, you got to check yourself. That's basically what I'm saying. Check yourself first and realize that you have been conditioned to see fat people a certain way, and so that's why people do get so bothered when Lizzo is so loud and proud at the at the size that she is because they're not it makes them uncomfortable you know it makes them uncomfortable it's like why how dare you be comfortable in your body looking like that you know what I'm saying because they it, it comes from sometimes from people who are also big you know they're oh, also yeah. the ones doing a lot of the fat shaming Absolutely. and it's like you big too so mm-hmm. <laughs> like know? remember when she y'all remember when she went to um Whose birthday party is that that she went to recently? And she posted that like purple, like see through. I think it was Cardi B. Cardi B's birthday party. There was a lot of controversy over her putting up a picture of her outfit. And I remember I put something on my Instagram story and like love her to death, but I put their pictures side by side, like Lizzo and Rihanna. When Rihanna had the titties out, ass out on the red carpet, that was a red carpeted event. Lizzo went to a party. This was a red carpet event that Rihanna went to. People praised her. Oh, it reminded them of Cher. Oh, she's one of a kind on the fashion, like hats off. People loved it. Nobody said anything about it being inappropriate. Nothing. They loved it. They loved her because it was Rihanna. But then it was like when Lizzo did it, it was all types of inappropriate. Why would she put that on the internet? She went to a party like that. Oh, she she did that in public. And it's just like, so what's the difference? You got two women with their bodies out. The only difference is one's bigger than the other one. So it's not that you have a problem with nudity. It's the problem that you have a problem with nudity on bigger people. Mm-hmm. So it's more, you know, it's it's rooted in a lot of like, you know, hate for people who don't look the way that you think is desirable. Um, and I know that Lizzo said something on Twitter the other day, and I feel like it's just important for everybody to keep in mind, like, it, I've, the whole world, like, you know, it's okay for you to not like something, but like, it should stop there. Don't try mm-hmm. to go overboard by making what you don't like trying to push that off on other people and i feel like make it a movement yeah like it's okay for you to look at a picture of lizzo and be like oh i'm you know i'm I'm not attracted to her or i don't like that picture but it should stop there like don't try to push that off on her and on other people who do like the way that she's what i'm saying we done got too comfortable we yeah. people have just gotten way too comfortable with sharing their opinions and it's like every opinion don't really need to be shared <laughs> and that no, goes for everybody <laughs> like, it's like doesn't need to be you? out there right because i'm sure she don't want you anyway it's a, and that, that really part. be what it is for me it's like i'd be like half these people just commenting i'd be like on your best day you probably couldn't even get her time so what are we really talking about like <laughs> you really think she care what you think <laughs> but anywho well ladies i feel like we got into a good one today um everybody out there listening please do not forget to subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts for immediate alerts every time new episodes air we also want to invite y'all to follow us on youtube ig facebook and twitter at nyabg pod and do not forget about our wonderful website nyabgpodcast.com and we will see y'all on the next one 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.